Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we help you understand what's going on in the automotive industry. Consumers' tastes are changing when it comes to the kind of vehicles that they want to buy. In the U.S. market, the biggest and fastest growing segment is for crossovers. Last month, that segment grew by more than 12%. The next biggest segment is for mid-sized cars, but it's interesting to note that segment shrunk by the same amount that crossovers grew. Small cars are the next biggest segment, but despite rising gasoline prices, sales are going down. Pickups come next, but surprisingly, that segment is actually flat. Same goes for luxury cars. No growth there, at least not compared to a year ago. The SUV segment actually went down, but with GM and Ford having redesigned their full-size SUVs, I would not be surprised to see an uptick here. Vans, both minivans and cargo vans, represent a stagnating segment. And you know, decades ago, full-size cars represented the biggest segment in the market. Now, it's the smallest. And you could ignore that 40% jump in sales. That's because the Chevrolet Impala is now classified by Wards as a full-size car. And adding those sales to that segment accounts for all the growth. As we've reported, sales of the new Chevy Silverado are going nowhere, and it's losing market share. So now GM is turning on the incentives faucet, throwing another $500 on the hood, bringing total incentives to about $4,200. A breakdown of that includes close to $6,000 for the heavy-duty versions. The Silverado 1500 averages about $3,600. Autodata reports that incentives for the Ford F-Series averaged about $2,800 last month. As I keep saying, I think the Silverado needs a quick facelift because the new one is hard to tell apart from the old one. Fuel cell vehicles could be a promising technology, but where the heck do you fuel up? We're going to have to build a new infrastructure one step at a time. So Honda just installed an advanced hydrogen refueling station at its R&D campus in California. They call it MC-Fill. Honda claims it reduces refueling times by up to 45% for a car that's designed to store hydrogen at a pressure of 10,000 PSI. The company says it takes only three minutes to fill the car up in normal weather. Since temperature affects how fast a hydrogen pump works, Honda system monitors the temperature and can continuously adjust to it to calculate the shortest refueling time possible. Honda is making the technology available to other automakers in hopes that it will become the standard for hydrogen refueling. Talk about finding more sustainable technologies. Walmart unveiled this wild-looking semi-truck concept called the WAVE, which stands for Walmart Advanced Vehicle Experience. Not only is it 20% more aerodynamic than the Superstore's current fleet of trucks, but its carbon fiber trailer is 4,000 pounds lighter. The Wave features a micro-turbine hybrid powertrain that can run on diesel or natural gas. Walmart has only just begun testing, so no word yet on fuel economy numbers or even if this truck will ever hit the streets. 
In this day and age, it seems like there's an app for almost everything, and now you can add fighting a parking ticket to that list. This is called Fixed, and it's now available in the San Francisco area. Here's how it works. First, you take a picture of the ticket, then enter why you want to fight it, like citing a broken parking meter or a missing sign. Then it's sent to a team of parking law experts who take care of the rest. Fixed will even draft a letter to the courts, mail it, and keep in touch with them. It claims that 50% of the tickets it fought using this app are dismissed, and if it is dismissed, you only pay 25% of the original fine. Otherwise, you don't pay anything, at least not to Fixed. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you why I think the question no longer is, who will buy Tesla? Now the question is, who does Tesla want to buy? Proven on the track and on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. Ever since day one, I've been a skeptic about Tesla. Yes, the company has its own unique proprietary battery system. So unique, in fact, that Toyota and Daimler are licensing it. And yes, its Model S is as fantastic as all the rave reviews say it is. And of course, the company's CEO, Elon Musk, is one of the most successful entrepreneurs of our time. But I never could understand how Tesla was going to raise the huge amounts of money it needs to fund its future product development. Even its most recent financial reports show the company continues to lose money. I always felt that if Tesla hit a certain level of success, some other car company would swoop in and buy it out. In fact, Toyota and Daimler were at the top of my list. When I got a chance to talk to Elon Musk personally last year, he admitted he would sell the company to the proper buyer. That is, someone as committed as he is to convert the world to electric cars. But now, thanks to its surging stock price, I've completely changed my outlook for Tesla. And that's because the company itself is changing. Tesla is not just going to be a car company anymore. It also plans to make and sell batteries to electric utilities and others. This would allow utilities to continue generating electricity at full capacity at nighttime when demand drops and storing that excess power in those batteries. Then during peak demand during the day, they could simply tap into the batteries. A system like this would mean the United States would almost never have to build a new electric generating station again. And that changes the ball game. Tesla stock has soared well north of $200 a share, giving the company a market capitalization of over $30 billion. That's more than half the market value of General Motors, even though General Motors sold 9 million more vehicles than Tesla did last year. So now Tesla can leverage its equity to assure that it's got plenty of money for product development. It just issued $2 billion in convertible bonds that it'll use to pay for its battery factory. Those are the kinds of bonds that get converted into stock, meaning Tesla just got $2 billion bucks essentially for free. With that kind of a war chest, the question no longer is, who's going to buy Tesla? Now the question is, who does Tesla want to buy? That's my AutoLine Insight for the day, but I want to remind you to join us for AutoLine After Hours tonight when the topic will be about diesel water emulsion, a technology that adds water to diesel fuel, which can sharply reduce emissions and boost fuel economy. That's tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time right here at AutoLine.tv. And that wraps up today's report. 
Thanks for watching.